1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
0: And I used to say jokingly all the time, it's all about the pussy.
1: Welcome fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard.
2: Here... Double record. All right. Why are we sitting in front of a camera on the same side of the table? Have we fallen madly in love, and we can't even sit on the
3: opposite sides of the table anymore? I was getting too excited. Stay tuned! Glaring into your eyes all that time. <laughs> it, was, it was.
2: My eyes were just too intimidating. We had to sit on the same side of the table. We did. We, we did. It's, it's awkward. I don't like this. It is... It, what? What? His microphone. Jesus Christ!
3: Fucking amateurs. It seems so wiggly.
2: This is this is this this is like uh like when you were in high school and your female your female date or your male date your date uh, made you made you sit on the same side of the table. Like, what the?
3: Fuck? And slowly hold hands as the date yeah, goes on. Like your world. hand would just get a little closer and then a little closer. What like this? And then like um, this? Just Ooh! Hey! <laughs> Hi. Ooh. Hi!
2: All right. Anyway. Oh, do we have it? Yeah, we have drinks out. We have drinks out. Oh. We got drinks
3: out. Let's uh,
2: we gotta we gotta pour some pink pussies. No,
3: wow. <laughs> How many times are you gonna say that?
2: Pink pussies. We gotta pour. <laughs> oh, probably too many. <laughs> I've already said it too too many. So that doesn't look like a pink bunny. Hey, what can we do to make this pinker? <laughs> okay, motherfuckers. It concentrated pink lemonade is different than the lemonade you get in a jug? How am I supposed to know this? You mean from the recipe? That says... Beard looks a little shaggy. No, how am I supposed to know that there's any difference, 12 ounces of this lemonade or 12 ounces of that lemonade? I just thought it was... Basically what this is that you buy in the fucking box is the same thing. It's the frozen thing already fucking mixed up with water.
3: Right. So the concentrates no water.
2: No, it's our, it's the it's it's what you do here. When you put that pink shit in the can put water in it. Okay,
3: so but I'm saying is when you made when we make that drink, we're putting the can in, not the water to mix it. We're not mix we're not mixing the pink lemonade and adding it. You're literally just putting the concentrate in and the tonic water. Shit. It's starting yeah, it's starting to make sense all of a sudden. Ah ding ding ding. Alright, I got it. So this is twelve ounces. <laughs> Diluted. That's why we put more gin. Oh, okay. The water from the tonic water is the. Okay. All right. See what I gotta put up with? Pink pussies. Pink goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> that's really not what we're trying to say. Pink are- pussies. Bunnies. In honor of our guest. So, we're going to get this before we get zoomed to our guest.
2: Wait, oh, yeah, we're going to drink this and rate this?
3: Pink bunnies. Pink
2: bunnies. Cheers.
3: Six what? ounces of gin. Oh, Jesus. One can, 12 ounce can of concentrated pink lemonade pre mix. Don't mix it. 12 ounces of tonic water. <laughs> Blend it together and boom, pink bunny.
2: It's delicious, and you know why? (laughs) No, why? That delicious pink lemonade
3: (laughs) I can taste.
2: I love it.
3: Yeah? Yeah. It's probably better than it would have been if we did it the right way.
2: doesn't taste like a drink at all.
3: Well, we've got 64 ounces, 68 ounces or something to drink. All right, so. What do you. Oh, there's a the gin. There's the gin.
2: Somebody's trying to take advantage of me. What's that? We're just going to put this in a glass of ice. I
3: feel like I'm. What, when the drink is on. So. What do you think? What do you give it?
2: Well, I feel like I'm being really, really pressured into drinking a lot right now, and I'm wondering why. Because we're. I think it's. Bio rape. Yeah, well, yeah, you've mistaken it for a pink pussy, and. I know. I know you well enough to know as soon as you say pink pussy, the night is over. Pink pink pussy. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, what do I think of this? Don't you worry about it. I won't. I won't. What do you think about the
3: pink bunny drink? It's not as good as the pink pussy. (laughs) Because that has a can of concentrate.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You are wow! I don't think so. No, I, I
3: I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah, or, come back to when we do our fetish. I'm gonna uh, fetish class. Or I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna go straight two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, it's just right bland in the middle for me. I mean it. Um. Oh, I forgot we added point six, point seven, point eight,
3: point twelve. 0. It is a. Uh, it's a little. My hair is terrible. Watered down ish. Yeah. So what we should have done is, uh ah, not put the cut cut the tonic water back is what we should have done. Oops. I don't.
2: I don't Doesn't I don't matter. Care. I don't care. I'm kind of. Well, yeah. I was kind of already. I'm you gonna know, no, give it a three-two. Probably a little overhyped for this interview and a little.
3: Hmm. So you were thinking elsewhere. Oh, you were thinking with your other head. No. No, no, no. no. I mean,
2: no. Well, I was just a little nervous. Not thinking. He's nervous. Other we head.
3: are um
2: I mean it's I mean we should be used to it We're. I mean we we're only 12 episodes in and for two of them we've had big celebrities. I mean,
3: right, wait. right here are the two minute celebrities.
2: Oh, I wasn't talking about you. No. <laughs> no. No, I was not talking about us. Oh. We've, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, we shouldn't have to worry about that.
3: Nope. No. It's only going up. They're getting bigger and bigger.
2: Well, yeah, yeah.
3: And then when they get too big, we got to be like, all right, bring it back down to earth. Or it's just going to be us. Oh, okay. Like okay. our next God, interview. Cute as fuck? Is that what you're about to say? We look? Just
2: both rocking our own gear. Pimping. Pimping.
3: Big Big ballas. Um, shit! T-shirt company, AlliedShirts.com dot Fuck you! Excellent t-shirt company. I
2: got a lot of compliments on this shirt today at work.
3: There you go, Mike Schultz. Thank you very much. Wisco, um, laser engrave. Check them out for all your engraving needs. Tell them we sent you. <laughs> Tell them you sent you. You get a nothing. Attaboy a boy. You get nothing. You get I, oh, sorry. I might get an add a boy.
2: You get a oh, sorry. You had to listen to that crap just to get.
3: <laughs> I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Um. So I say we we wrap her up because we got a big guest coming on. We got to get ready for it. Zoom, zoom, zoom meeting with we, we, you. Know what I got to do? Got poop. I probably got to take a shit and redo my hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll start the interview when you're done. Come out and let me know.
2: Yeah, no, that would be if it were you. I can. What time is it? What time is it? Ten two. Oh, I could shit and do my hair and be back out here with five to spare. And on Fair that enough. note
3: that no that's all we got i don't
2: i don't know what what i don't know what i'm how you supposed to end the video ones it feels a little more
3: positive well we gotta end it because we gotta zoom call in
2: i know but i'm like how do you <clears throat> we're done uh-huh. i mean we're not done i guess we're coming we're back. not
3: done we're getting going
2: okay we're coming back yeah well not for you see i know things i remember things no, um, not only your favorite Christmas movie. Yep. Your favorite um, movie. That's the best movie. I prefer more something like Natural Born Killer. <laughs> it speaks more my
3: language. Well, right. I don't know. Any human being should be drinking this much gin at one time. But that's I don't well. either. There's a good chance I will not remember this it night. It will make good for the uh,
2: next pot. Tom- yeah, yeah. There's just a real good chance I will not remember tonight, tomorrow morning. Okay. Well, we got the audio going. We're back on audio. So, any dumb thing you say, Canon, you will be used against you in a court of law at this point. But well, I better watch it. I better watch it. You I don't, better, better watch yourself. I'll start up the. I don't want to. Like, I want to start up the meeting. Oh, it's five two. I'm gonna start up the meeting because they have the waiting room there. I, I think I put the waiting room thing on. So I'll have to let her in. I think. Our guest is in the waiting room. Is she? Yeah. Don't she be on time? She's on time. So, this our, is awesome. Welcome everyone. She's not here yet though. Well, I have to admit her into the room. So, cool. we're, we're just speaking Don't to keep each the lady one. waiting. I was just making sure you're ready. I was born ready. I was born ready. I was born ready. <gasps> well, hello there. Oh, she's connecting.
3: I can't hear you yet. That's a beautiful picture she put up. It is. It is. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) How are you?
1: Test, test, test.
2: I can hear you. (laughs) Yes.
1: You hear
0: me?
2: Got
3: you clear.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Hi. And the both of us, good? Friday night. It's
3: a Friday night. We're hanging out with you. This is amazing. So
0: you must be dimples.
3: In <laughs> First try,
2: nailed it. Nailed you it. got it. I know. I should have. Sh- I should have shaved it off for. Too.
0: I see. I am
1: smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, my God.
2: All right. So. God. we So go. Are we? Uh, are we good to go?
3: We'll... Yeah. How um? How have you been? How's your day Probably going?
0: good. Busy, 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 busy. Oh uh, yeah. But really good. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I see you. I see you've got a lot of stuff going on on social media with the uh, the release of the or the uh, yeah the release of the website.
0: Yeah. So the website launched this week. Okay. It's about ninety percent there. There's a few hiccups as always. Sure. We expected that. And then last minute, I decided to add a blog feature. Oh. I'm calling it Deb's Den. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to write a blog. Uh, once a week on there, and it's funny because the guys that run my my stuff, they're like, "Well, we don't want to add that until you have at least 3 I've already sent them five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so that was yesterday.
0: Add it, I'm gonna write one every day. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we'll release one once a week. Sure. So that I can, I want to be able to interact with people and have them, and then I can, when I post a blog, I can post it on social media and get feedback. Sure. And then when I get the feedback, that'll help me organically come up with, with the next vlog, right? Because people are going to talk about certain things, and then I can have ideas for the next blog. So, and you're going to just talk about five, whatever ten, you want? I can, that's 10 weeks.
3: Okay. okay. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's been really busy. So, And I'm not a writer by trade. Okay. And so for me, it's really going out of my comfort zone. Yeah. To, right?
3: But are you enjoying it?
0: Very much
3: so. Okay. Get yeah. to express yeah. all your thoughts well, and whatever you want.
0: So. And, and I just figured, you know what, I'm going to do it. And if it goes, blows up, it blows up. Whatever. You know, at least I can say I did it. Right.
3: <laughs> <That's true>. Exactly. <laughs> so it's Deborah's. It's what I, this is everything that I
0: speak about, so I kind of have to walk my talk.
3: Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what exactly is the website?
0: Where are you guys, where are you guys located?
3: We're in Wisconsin. Oh.
0: Uh, Oh, Wisconsin.
3: Yeah, yeah. I yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're we're about a 45 no, minutes away from Green or, Bay. No, a, But it's a little
0: bit different accent. Yeah, we
3: don't got that. Yeah, we don't have that one. <laughs>
2: no, I, I,
0: it's hard, you know, that Wisconsin and Minnesota. Sure. And, you know, they, there's all these little accents.
2: Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And
0: it's, it's, they're really hard to do.
2: They, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wisconsin, I just... has,
0: Wisconsin is like a very specific Gab, you know, it's there. It oh, I can't explain it, but yep. there's, there's things that you guys say that <laughs> make you from <come> Wisconsin.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> like just talking oh, about I'm cheese. Totally stoked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're
3: from California.
0: Okay, we got it. We
3: yeah. know. Have yeah. you ever been to Wisconsin?
0: I have not.
3: Okay. All right.
0: What's the big city there?
2: Milwaukee. Um, yeah, Milwaukee's the biggest. Milwaukee. Yeah.
0: Milwaukee.
3: Meisel,
1: yeah. Meisel. What's
3: that from? Laverne and <laughs> Yeah, Shirley? Laverne and Shirley. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah yeah. yeah yeah. All right. Uh, both Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley are based in Milwaukee.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Happy Days was too. yeah, that's right.
3: Yep. And then hey Marshall, love So why don't you um, tell us what your website is coming up? What's the name of the website? Is it just
0: you? pepper Drinks.
3: Yep. Just, just her Depper. name. That's just Depper, it?
0: Oh, Depper okay. I keep it really simple. <laughs>
3: you know I'm like ah, some cute name but no okay it's cute enough perfect
2: so let's start at the beginning of of your story I guess I uh I know when you were a kid I, you know I've read about the ice skating and uh and how um consistent you were with that yes yeah, so
0: yes I started out figure skating I actually grew up thinking I was going to be an athlete I thought okay. for sure I was going to be this that was going to be my career and if I didn't uh, didn't if I wasn't successful in competition, then I, you know, I back then you had the ice Follies, holiday on ice, sure, yeah, ice capades. There were all these different ice shows in the seventies that were huge, and so I thought, well, if, it, if all else fails, I'll join the ice capades, and that was kind of a competitor, a competitive ice skater's mentality. It was like if you didn't make it, if you didn't, if you didn't succeed in competition or going to the Olympics or whatever, then you'd end up doing the ice capades. Oh, sure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, as if that was a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, right? The ice capades were phenomenal.
3: They were. Went to For many that, of them.
0: But that, but that was kind of the inside joke, you know. And so I kind of had that in the back of my mind, that ice skating was just always going to be a part of my life. Sure. And and, and then when I turned 14, my parents got divorced. And that was the first time in my life that I really realized that we had no money, that we were (laughs) Uh, were poor. Sure. And because, you know, it came to my attention that my mother was paying for all of my ice skating. It was her whole paycheck that was paying paying for it. And so when they got divorced, she didn't have the money to support the ice skating. And so I was, she didn't want me to quit we were trying right. to figure out how I could do it but i emotionally fell apart when my parents got divorced and ice skating was so much pressure already so to have the pressure from the ice skating the, the emotional
2: yeah something's got to give
0: stability from a divorce everything just fell apart at 14 like i i remember like that age to me is almost like a trigger if somebody says the number 14 <laughs> i'm like oh it's like a trigger you know <laughs> sure cuz 14 was such a rock bottom age for me it was like you know you're eighth grade it's an awkward age, leaving grade school you're going to high school I was already a little bit socially awkward because I spent all my time on the ice and I didn't have a lot of friends and so now I'm graduating grade school and I don't have any friends I don't know where I'm going to high school I'm not skating anymore and everything was a huge change okay It wasn't just one change. Sure, yeah, that's. Let's just give her the whole enchilada. Right? (laughs) Adding, you know, Mm -hmm. keep adding all these post it notes on my body type (laughs) thing, you know? It's like divorce, no more ice skating, insecurity, you know? It's like teenage stuff. Yeah, it was like huge stuff. And I just, I, I, I had this, I learned very quickly to have that mechanism of like just push it down. Stiff upper lip. You know, I grew up with two Brits. My mother was born in England. My
1: oh,
0: oh. mother was British. And they were, you know, the stiff upper lip. You didn't show your emotions. It, it was like, go, you're a crybaby. I mean, all those things that... So I just learned to just stuff it down and act as if everything was okay.
1: Sure. Okay. Sure.
0: And I did that for many years. For, for a long time, actually. And so I just always looked like I had it all together. And I didn't, you know, and so yeah, so that was it. 14, and then and then my mom kind of, you know, it's they got married really young, my parents, okay, 19 and 22. Oh wow! So now they get divorced and they both go crazy. <laughs> it's like there are these two single make up three for what
3: they missed.
0: People and they're smoking pot and <laughs> they're drinking and there's parties and there's disco and. The whole world is upside down in my life. You know, my yeah. whole world is upside down, and so I just saw these two adults acting like complete children. <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden I became the adult very fast.
3: Now, are you what so what 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 for your you had siblings?
0: I do. I have a younger sister. We're uh, seven years apart, so we were in different stage. Like I at 14 mm-hmm. going through a divorce and she was seven going through the divorce. And it's like, they're two different. Yeah. We have two, our experiences are very different and we didn't really hang out too much at that age because I was going into high school. She was little, she yeah. was in second grade. Sure. So we were, but you know, but when we were little, little, like when I was seven and she was little or when I was 10 and she was three or four, we, we actually played a lot together and, you know, hung out. And she would go skating with, with me all the time. And oh, she okay. skated also and took lessons. She just wasn't as um, into it, you know, that, sure. like I was. But, yeah, no, I have a younger sister, just the two of us. And it's funny because we took a, a DNA test. I think like ten years ago. Okay. Because she was convinced that we had different fathers. <laughs> We're very different, you know, and so we, we have the same father. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's that funny, you know. Siblings do that. They they think uh, yeah. you can't be it's my like, brother. Yeah. You're right. And now
0: you're you know you're on there. Now I'm just waiting for the bomb to come. You know, like what other siblings might I have out
1: there?
0: You know? <laughs> like, who knows what my dad was doing? You know, so. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get that notice at some point.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So, how did you feel the void of when you lost skating? Because oh, it, it seems passionate. like it was something we were very passionate, oh,
0: passionate about. Yeah, it was. That was my life. And you know, the, the day I put my feet on the ice, I, I think I was five years old, and I got invited to a birthday party. And so I, I get get there, and I put the skates on, and you know, the rental skates are horrible, <laughs> right? And but for some reason, I got on the ice and it was like everything about it i was home Mm -hmm. like i begged i went home that night so filled with like this is what i want to do it was so obvious to me and i begged my mom for ice skating lessons so she put me in group lessons and i flew through that and then i was like i want a coach i want my own coach i want to take private lessons (laughs) I bagged and bagged and, and next thing you knew, I was skating before school and after school and on the weekends. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was a real bummer, you know, because that was my life. To have it stop at 14 was, I didn't, I didn't know what my identity was. You know, mm. talk about, you know, when you're growing up, you kind of have a sense of who you are and what your identity is. And for me, that was my identity. And when you took it away, I didn't know what was, what was it going to be now. And so, yeah, I struggled a lot with that. Okay. It was really sad. And, and I didn't have, nobody, nobody around me had the tools. You know, I know this now, but at the time, it just felt like nobody cared. Yeah. But nobody had the tools to say, God, that must be really tough what you're going through. Yeah. It was just like, okay, move on. You know? <laughs> and so, that's what I did, really. And yeah. so, I got to high school. I had to go live with my dad. And I didn't really have a relationship with my dad because he was never around. And now my mom is broke, living with her brother, and I had nowhere to live. And I didn't know where I was going to go to high school. So my dad stepped in and kind of set me up in an apartment, so to speak, in high school. Because he was never around. He worked twilight shift, and then he'd go out, and he had his own life. So I kind of lived by myself and grew up really quick.
3: You do grow up fast, don't you, when you have to fend for yourself.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So I realized really early on that he was not going to be a provider. He was not going to be a parent. Hmm. You know, I couldn't ask him for anything, so I just got a job. Okay. And started working really at a young age and making money so I could buy clothes and school supplies and whatever I needed.
3: Wow. You know, it's a lot of pressure.
0: It's so much pressure, and, you know...
3: How long did you carry that pressure around for you, with you?
0: I worked all through high school. I barely graduated high school because I found that I enjoyed working more than I did going to school, (laughs) and I liked the feeling of having money all the time, and I also, you know, I bought my car when I turned 16. I bought a, a, you know, a used Datsun you know, it didn't even have carpet. <laughs> it was just a big... <laughs> typical teen first <laughs> car. Yeah, right? piece of junk, you know, car that I bought for $1,500. But I, I bought it, and guess what? I drove that car until I totaled it when I was a senior. Oh. But, you know, those were the things that I did. You know, I just I wanted a car, so I worked. I wanted yep. clothes, so I worked. And And when I was 18, I turned 18 my senior year, Okay. I barely went to school. Because I knew I had to go to work at two o'clock in the afternoon. I worked at a drugstore. And so I, my hours were two after school until closing. So it was like so it was kind of full time. Okay. And and so because of that I would go surfing in the morning and maybe go to a couple classes. <laughs> <laughs> so my senior the year fun ones. caught
2: up with me. Sounds a full-time. lot like my senior year. <laughs> yeah
0: caught up with me because now they're telling me you can't graduate and I was like what do you mean I can't graduate well you don't go to school you have to go to school to graduate and so the one teacher that was kind of holding me back I never went to his class and so I went and talked to him and I said hey could you just give me a D minus so I don't have to come back
3: you don't have to deal He's with like, me anymore. Yeah,
0: I've never been to this class. How can I give you a D minus? You're a fail. And I'm like, okay, what do I have to do? Give me a project. I'll do it. And then give me a D minus. And so he did. He gave me a oh, wow. project. I went. I did it. I turned it in. He gave me a D minus. I mean, I should have never graduated high school. But
3: yeah. you didn't want so to. But was, you wanted you
0: know, it. just be hustling. And I just said, I don't want to be in LA. I don't want to be in this area. I'm moving to Orange County. I want to go to college. You've got to let me graduate. Yeah. And I literally talked my way into graduation because <laughs> he was like, "You've never been to my class. So yeah. like, Why would I let you graduate?" Oh. Yeah. I said, "Well, you don't want to see me back here." Right. Right. Well, good yes. for you. you good back, for you. you. Want me to move on? Believe me, you don't want me back here.
2: Exactly. That's what so, I was. That's what I was told to.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, you want to help me move ahead. And so, but the problem was, is, so I graduated, I have a really bad grade point average, and I tried out for song leading at the college I was going to go to, the junior college in Mission Viejo. And I made the squad, but she called me into her office and she said, you can't be on the squad. And I was like, why? And she's like, your grades are terrible. Oh, no. The grade point average. I can't allow you to be on the squad. I mean, you have like a D average. (laughs) And I said, well, that's because I didn't like my high school. Right. You know, and I didn't like it. I wasn't, nobody there cared what I did. I said, but I will do really well. I said, put me on probation. And she was like, what? And I was like, put me on probation. If I don't have good grades the first semester, if I don't show you that I have a 3.0, kick me off. And sure enough, that first semester, I made the dean's list.
2: Motivation. So,
0: you know, it's just all I needed was somebody like her to say.
3: Give you a chance. Acceptable. Yeah.
0: And then I lived up to those expectations. You know, when you don't have anybody in your life to guide you or mm-hmm. to tell you, the, these are the standards, and that's what I needed. I really needed somebody in my, because I was used to that with my coaches. Oh, sure, my yeah. my ice skating coaches. Yeah. And I was so used to them always setting the bar this is where we're going this is what you need to do and when I didn't have that I just didn't do it
2: so not to and then
0: now I have this woman she comes into my life and she's like this isn't acceptable this is where you need to be and that's where I went
2: so not to completely change the subject but I just caught a flash of the of the new tattoo <laughs> and being a, a tattoo aficionado I, uh, I appreciated so, the the tattoo I dance. Assume,
0: um, finally joined the tap i'm
2: trying to show you <laughs> it's it's kind of hard sometimes to get them in the right yeah the right spot
0: hold on <laughs> Let me move my jewelry there you see? go
3: very nice yeah so that's your first one it's my first one nice good for you i
0: right. mean okay. it's like oh there it is kind of, you can kind of see i can yeah so, but um, you were
2: you were very happy the about it
0: A <laughs> girl that does these tattoos blueprints they're one. They're one of a kind. So, she, so uh-huh. for example, if somebody says, "I want that tattoo," yeah. she won't do it. She won't do it again. So, she oh, does wow. a whole okay. prayer for this tattoo, and then we taught, talk, we talked back and forth, texted back and forth, and she said, "What is your intention? What do you want this tattoo to represent?" And oh, then before okay. she started, we did all. She let me have time to do an intention. So it's on my left arm because our left is feminine. Okay. Our right is masculine, and we both. We everybody has both, but so I wanted to embrace my feminine, and um, it's really a symbol of letting go of the past.
1: Oh, okay,
2: so okay.
0: To what is really
2: okay? That's beautiful. And
0: because I and because I really wanted to get a tattoo, and I've been wanting to get one for so long, I wanted to make sure that every time I looked at it, it represented something to me that that reminded me. Of the path that I'm on. Absolutely. And also it has, I don't know if you can see, there's three dots. Okay. In each of these, in each of the... <laughs> it's so hard. Yep. To... But there's three dots. <laughs> and those three dots represent my kids. Oh, okay.
2: Kids. Oh, Perfect. Beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I yeah, suppose so r- early yeah, in your... your now. Um... now I want another one. Yeah, that's what they tell. You. Yep, it's true. The rumors are true. You get one and... Yeah.
0: I'm like, oh, maybe I want one
2: on the back of
0: my neck. Yeah. I want one on my finger now. <laughs> <laughs> Planning them all out. My, well, they're so cool. You know, it's like I look at it and I'm
3: like, oh, wow, I have a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. So, was there a whole period when you were, again, we're jumping over, but all over the place, get in, in, <laughs> okay. getting into the modeling that you couldn't get a tattoo because you felt people weren't going to hire you because your body was. You had to cover it up. Not flawed, but you know what I mean? You had to be clean.
0: That's actually a really good question because I started modeling in 1984 and I did mostly really conservative catalog and, you know, the girl next door look. Sure. So no tattoos.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: No. No. Yeah. It was a very, it was a different time. Right. As a matter of fact, I talk about this a lot, you know. When I when I go in for swimsuit auditions, they always had you wear a bathing suit because they wanted to see your whole body, and that's what they were looking for. They were looking for tattoos, scars, birthmarks, okay, piercings. Any, you know, because that wasn't you weren't going to get hired. Wow, it's just the way that's just the way it was in the eighties. Today,
2: yeah, sure,
0: every anything goes. Yeah,
2: everything goes now.
0: You know, but back then that was that was not you were not. Getting tattoos, and if you were, you weren't doing the kind of modeling I was doing.
2: Sure, yeah, yeah. You
0: so. know, and the model, the the big high fashion models, if they got a tattoo, they usually got it like a little on their wrist or behind their hair, you know, so you couldn't yeah. see
2: it. Or 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 just white ink. I've seen the white ink tattoos as well, so that you yes. can barely see them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it was a different time, and I didn't even think about getting tattoos when I was when
3: I was doing modeling and stuff back in the day. sure. And what age were you when you started modeling? I
0: was tw- 20 years old. Okay. I, I went to Japan to dance. I was oh, wow. a professional cheerleader for one season of the USFL. Um, I cheered for the Express. Okay. And one of the girls that I cheered with on that squad, she and I got invited to go dance in Japan. Oh, wow. That was a big thing back then. They'd bring over the American girls and the dancers and, we would dance in these clubs, and they loved this. I mean, it was huge, and they paid really well. And so she called me. She's like, "Hey, do you want to go with me? Because I need." They, they She was just going to go by herself, and she's like, "No, they want me to bring another dancer." And I was like, "I'm going." <laughs> so while I was in Japan, I had a company. I, I, an, agent, producer, whatever you want to call it. This was my first experience, but he came up and he said, I'd like to use you in this commercial here in Japan. And they told me what they wanted to pay and I said, okay, well, I was worried, you know, is this real? But it was totally real. I showed up. There was a full set, a director, everything, and basically they put me in a poodle skirt and a black wig and they had me dancing around like a go-go dancer and That was my first commercial modeling job.
2: Oh, wow. Interesting. And I
0: had never done anything like that before. And so when I came back to the U.S., I told everybody, I'm going to model. I'm going to do commercials. And they were like, what? (laughs) And the pushback was unbelievable. You know, because everybody was like, "Dad, models are 5'10". And you know how hard it is to break into that business? Everybody wants to be an actress. Right. It's so hard. The chances are so... Slim, you know, I mean, everybody in my life told me every reason why I couldn't do it. Sure. And I just, that just fueled my fire even more. I was like, okay, well, watch. Yeah. And so I had enough money saved up from my work in Japan that I put myself through this commercial workshop in L.A. And it was pretty famous in the in the 80s. It was called Temprical Lagos. And it was like a six to eight week. You went three times a week, and on the very last night, they brought in agents in L.A., and they gave you a script, and you had a few minutes to prepare this commercial, and then they had a set, and you just stand up and do your commercial as if you were on an audition.
1: Oh, wow.
3: Good experience, yeah. And
0: at the end of the night, I had three different agents approach me, and they all wanted to sign me, and I thought, okay, I'm on the right track. And I was really young. I mean, I was like 22 by then okay but it was really but i was also really young looking too i looked 15 at 22 i didn't oh. look my age okay and so so i did really well i i booked i,
3: I would imagine that of, sparked those agents to say we have a uh you know an area for that for the younger looking yeah. Yeah. yeah okay so
0: i i did really well because i looked really young so i would book things i would book things that they would want a 15-year-old
1: to do. Oh, okay. Sure.
0: You know, because I, I had a really youthful look. So I, I did really well. And then, so I signed with Pacific Artists. That was my first agency. Okay. And,
3: now, are the and, agents, all of what you hear, all these sleazy agents and things, or, or are they pretty nice, even back well, in the I
0: didn't 80s? Well, I didn't have that experience.
3: Good, good.
0: Because I lucked out. I... There are, okay, so I had that experience with managers. Ah,
3: okay. So
0: the agencies were all pretty legit. I was with Max, I was with Mary Webb Davis, I was with uh, uh, Pacific Artists, I was with uh, Style Agency and Kathy Clark. I mean, I had so many different agencies, and the agencies were all legitimate. It was when I got approached by managers. Oh, okay. That that's where Mm. you had to be really careful because you had these guys that, would talk the big talk. Mm-hmm. I can make you a star. And yeah. Yeah. And so that that I had a couple of experiences with sleazy manager type guys. and But I ended up with a really great manager, Good. Mark Dower. And he ended up being my manager. He represented me and uh, uh, Jimmy Woods and um, John O'Hurley. Okay. And you know, he there was, there were, um, I'm trying to think of her name. She was a really famous soap opera actress. Oh God, I'm just totally spacing. But anyway, what's funny about it mm-hmm. is she and I worked on a TV show together called Rags to Riches. Oh. In the early 80s, it was a yes. TV show called Rags to Riches, and we worked on that show and we were beauty contest, beauty contest contestants or whatever, beauty contest. There was something about beauty pageant. And sure, sure. Contest- Contestants part or something. So then, cut two, now we have the same manager. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I worked with you like five years ago, you know? So it was really, and I can't, I, Deloria, Anna Marie Deloria, I don't, know. anyway. Sure. She was on all my children for years. Oh, she actually okay. married John O'Hurley. Oh. Okay. I think that's how they ended up having the same manager. Oh, yeah. So, oh. you know, you know it's when you, it's really hard when you i don't i don't have anybody in the entertainment business there's no nepotism for me sure i everything i learned i learned on my own and it was either an easy way or a hard way you know i, I made a lot of mistakes i had to learn the politics of the business and and the fact that it's show business yeah mm-hmm. You know, and, and when you're really young and you're doing, you're, you're booking all these commercials and you're booking print jobs, and, and you know, you don't, I wasn't thinking of it as a business. I was a kid.
2: Right, yeah.
0: And it really is a business. I so, bet. You know, and then as you get older, you realize, oh, you know, I was a kid, so it's okay. You know, I made We mistakes. all make mistakes.
3: Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, exactly. Know?
0: Yeah.
3: So what prompted you to, to do Playboy?
0: So that's interesting. You know, I didn't really ever aspire to be in the magazine. I knew of the magazine because everybody in the world knew it was the number one magazine in the world in 1989. Yeah. And my agent called me and said that Playboy was coming out with a book called the lingerie book, and that they were interested in maybe me doing the cover.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And so you know, my first question was, "Well, is there any nudity?" And do you think I should do this? Because you know, I had a really, I had a couple of, like, I was doing like. You know when you open the Sunday paper and you have the the department stores and you yeah. the sure. girls going? <laughs> in the yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I did that kind of work. I was a catalog girl. Sure. And I also was working on a show called The Fashion Channel. I was the model. This is before QVC and HSN. There was a show called The Fashion Channel. And I was the model on that. So I was doing a lot of conservative stuff. So I said, is there any nudity? And she said, I don't think so. It's for the cover. So I went to the famous building on Sunset. Okay. I walked in. It's pretty intimidating because it's a big, you know, there's it's a big presence. It used to be a really big presence on Sunset Boulevard. You know, it's not there anymore. But oh, it's, it's not. The okay. Playboy building. And so I go and I sign in, and they tell me to take off all my clothes and put a robe on, and they'll call me to take me back to do a Polaroid. So I go in. I take everything off except my undergarments. And I go in the studio, and they call my name to do, the, to do the Polaroid. And I have all my undergarment, and the photographer's like, we need to see your body. I said, well, I'm not here for that. I'm here for the lingerie book. And he's like, well, everything we do has partial nudity. Like, we need to see your body. And like I said previously, they're looking for birthmark. They're, they're yeah. looking for things if they have to work around that kind of a situation to be able to birthmark a tattoo. So I didn't take anything off, and I left, and I kind of, Threw my hands up like they're not going to hire me. Right. And I got home that afternoon and I had a call that they want to test me to be a centerfold. Oh. And I literally dropped the phone. This is back in the day when you had to
1: press
0: a button. Because <laughs> a lot of people listening don't know what I'm talking right. about. Right. So, yes, we used to have to go home. You had to wait till you got home to get the message.
2: Right. That's and, the truth.
0: And so I got home and I had a message and I literally dropped the phone. I, I said, I think you're making a mistake. I think you're confusing me with somebody else that was at the audition. I called my agent, and I said, I got a message that they want to test me to be a centerfold. And she's like, it's true. They do.
1: Okay. Wow.
2: You made a good impression. We
0: had to have this whole discussion because I didn't know if that was the direction that I wanted to go in my career. And so we had to have this whole discussion. It was a big deal for me.
3: I bet. Yeah, because you would... Kind yeah, of already thought about living
0: it. Living in L.A., I already had agents. A lot of the girls that come to L.A. to shoot Playboy, they've never had an agent. Right, yeah. This is their, they've landed the big gig with Playboy. Yep. And I've really found out, you know, when I when I started shooting my centerfold, I was in the, in the makeup room with a makeup artist. And she said, you know, Dad, they get over a thousand submissions a day from girls wow. from all over the world that are sending photos that just their whole their whole life is about being playboy. yeah and i was like wow like i just really kind of took it for granted because it wasn't something i aspired to do and it wasn't it wasn't really wasn't on my radar and so i felt really like i today i'm just super grateful yeah you know that oh my god i'm part of that history And then cut two. Donald Trump is on
2: the cover of (laughs) that. I was going to ask about that, yeah. I
0: think it's a collector's item now. It's big, yes. How many of them do you have hiding in your attic? I mean, how incredible is that?
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: So it's just so amazing how the universe works.
2: Yeah, so do you have any of them hiding in your attic that maybe you... uh...
0: Oh, absolutely. I have a whole collection of them. As a matter of fact, when he became president, I went online. And I bought like fifty copies. Oh yeah! And it's interesting because now I go like I'm on eBay. I'm bidding for one right now. <laughs> I just looked at the last price I saw. It was going for almost two hundred dollars. Oh, oh wow. wow! Yeah. So I'm in this
3: bid on eBay. Where I'm <laughs> well, I know at one time I I, <laughs> I had that dollars. issue at one time, and I know I donated my whole my whole collection. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, idiot. <laughs> else did you do when you get married
0: Uh, well by the way i did the same thing i moved quite a few times in my marriage and i had the whole collection because when you become a playmate you get playboy for the rest of your life okay okay. (laughs) free free subscription so i would get the magazine every month and i had these cases really nice cases that i kept them all in and i think i did the same thing like i gave them away yeah now i'm kicking myself because who knew that we were going to go online and everything was going to go digital and it's just such a crazy world, you know. I mean, when I did Playboy, there was no internet.
1: Right, right, yeah.
0: You couldn't Google anybody. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. Going, but, so going.
0: Surprise. Yeah, going to get know, this month's Playboy 10, was a. Uh... Twenty years later, I'm all over the internet. I'm like, what the heck? Oh my
3: god! <laughs> so it's like a resurgence that's for you. Once the, you what? know the inter- a resurgence for you.
0: Yeah, it was because all of a sudden, you know, I had pages. Yeah, they're not official, but I mean, there were all these Deborah Driggs pages, and I was like, "What is going on?
2: <laughs> Why am I all over the internet?" Yeah. yeah, so so it
0: took me. I had to hire people, and I have a whole team. Like, I had to hire people to like get my name and make sure I own it. And oh yeah, it was yeah? like a whole process because there's people that like go on and they buy all these. Right. Yeah. Like, Deborah Depper, you know. and So thank God I was able to get all that. Right nice. Early
3: enough. Yeah. So before we yeah. um, skip it, um, what was the final deciding factor to do Playboy? When you were thinking about it, you already kind of decided you weren't going to. When you went in for the cover, and then now you're.
0: Now I'm shooting a centerfold. Now you're. Sh- well, now you're there. The deciding factor was really curiosity. I, I literally was like, I could be a centerfold in Playboy magazine, and it was very surreal. To imagine okay. That or to think about that, and then when I started really learning about the whole history and and you know, but back then there was no Google, right? You know, I had right. To really, I had to really research the whole magazine and what it represented, and and then I became really intrigued. And then you know, I, the more you know, I discussed it with people in my life, the consensus was you have to do it. It's the number one magazine in the world. It's so sexy. Yeah, it's a it's a hard opportunity
2: to pass up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it was really tough to pass up. And yeah. So I thought, and by the way, I was older. I was 25 when I shot my centerfold.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose a lot of...
0: It came, I think it came out when I was 26. Oh, wow, okay. So I was older for Playboy. The girls are 18, 19 when they do it. I bet. Uh, so I was like in the PTA. But like, <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, I looked really young, so... Sure.
1: Yeah, and you had the girl next door look. I actually look. looked older in my issue
0: than what I looked, because people didn't, I wasn't recognizable from my center because people would say, that's you? Because I, I looked so much younger in person.
3: Um, so in the shoot, did you have any say in what you wore? Um, I did. Poses, settings? I did. Okay. I
0: had, I had a lot of say in that. They asked me, what kind of, what? how do you see this? And they they wanted me to describe and I was like well you know I just saw this movie okay and I really was into the the set decor of this movie called Dangerous Liaisons with Michelle Pfeiffer and Glenn Coe sure I remember and John Malkovich yeah and it was all this French themed and I just loved the set and I said I would love to do something like that where it's very French themed and and
3: you know and they loved it too okay
0: so that's that's
3: and we did it. And they're open to that. Yeah, I always wonder that yeah. if it was just okay. The photographer is the one that came up with it all, and the girls just went with the with the flow. But no, that's good to no, hear.
0: No, sometimes, sometimes, you know, they they already have it in mind what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And but I had such a visual, and and I literally handed it to them, so they liked it. They liked the idea.
3: It turned out but wonderful.
0: You know, it would have been too typical for me to do. This L.A. surfer girl. <laughs> like, yeah.
3: Right.
2: Yeah.
0: Even though that's kind of what I was. Yeah. You know, but I thought, no, let's do something completely, completely different.
2: So okay. So from when did the uh, when did the hot pink book come into existence?
0: So I. Um, so it's really interesting. I was married, and I used to say jokingly all the time. It's all about the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say that jokingly to my husband, to my friends. i you know, it's all about the pussy. Like, <laughs> everything, like everything we talk about, yeah, it's all about the pussy. Comes
2: t- back
3: pussies. to the, yes,
0: revolves and around yes. Guys are constantly, all, that's all they're thinking about. And then women were obsessed with everything that goes on and grooming and everything. And so it was kind of, it was a joke. And I wanted to make a book with a cat on the cover it's all about the pussy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, when you opened the book and then you saw that it was all about the vagina, <laughs> it would be like this really kind of fun shocking coffee table book. Right. And so, and it, and I had all these like funny ideas for it. And so when we I wrote the treatment board and we went to all the publishers, I mean all of them. Uh-huh. And they all turned they all turned me down. They said there's no way anybody will buy this book. And so then they said, "Why don't you write a grooming book?" Okay. Oh. And I was like, oh, God, that's so boring. But
3: okay. On the you surface, know, it sounds they, boring.
0: They are now kind of pushing me in a direction. And I'm young, and so I take that. So we end sure. up writing this grooming book that's so... <laughs> like, it puts you to a slave. you a razor.
3: Yeah. Soap up the area. Shave away. You know? <laughs> and it was just, like, ridiculous concept. But that was but, your um, first book?
0: So it took away from what I visually... Like, I thought... I I saw it as a funny book.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: And so yesterday, I'm driving, and I was like, you know, I should post about that book I wrote. Right. And, and so cut to this morning, I wake up, and a fan had sent me the article that I posted today.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, you know, the question. Yeah, yeah, you know, I saw funny?
0: that. And I was like, oh, I definitely have to post this because... This was on my mind and I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna make this coffee table book now. Yeah. Regardless, because I think it's so funny to have it (laughs) be have there be quotes, have a picture of pussy galore from the James Bond movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that to me was what was interesting. It was like there's so many times and I don't like when people use the word like oh he's a pussy. I don't like that. Yeah, you know, so I'm always like, No, it's all about the pussy, and I I like that there's so much to talk about when you actually open up the subject or people go, yeah, it is, actually, it is all about the (laughs) pussy, isn't it? Yeah, right? Get get away from it. It really is. Like, people will do anything for it. That's, you know? (laughs) Well, like, yep, can't deny it. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's a fun coffee table book. And I guarantee, if you have that on your coffee table, and somebody comes over and they open it up, and they're like, "Oh
3: my god, this is hilarious!" That <laughs> they yes. Would. So you can get the hard copy still because I we looked a while ago, and the download was not available, but I was able to f- download the pages. To, to, yeah, so I do have it.
0: To, it's only an ebook. Okay. And, and a, you know, and then by the way, so we finally do the Grimmy book. Okay. We go back to the publishers, and now they're telling us. Nobody in the Midwest is going to buy this book, and we're like, them okay. so my the girl that I wrote it with that we were going to do this project together. She said, "You know what? I'm just going to make it an ebook, and let's just do a test and see if it sells on ebook." Sure. This is back in 2002, and so it became an ebook. And guess where all of our sales <laughs> came from?
2: The Midwest.
0: I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, These publishers, what? <laughs> Are
3: you, They're the experts, right?
0: <laughs> they seriously had it all wrong because all the orders were coming from these small towns. These women loved it. They were like, "Oh my god!" Well, there was. By the way, there's nothing really out there. There wasn't you know? no. I mean, now right. you've got Gwyneth Paltrow with Goop. You know, Goop. They talk about vibrators. They talk about yeah. Any, everything that has to do with the vagina, the pussy. I mean, everything. Yeah. Right. But you. But back when I was doing that, there was nothing that on this subject and I went we went to every bookstore we we went to you know this is before the internet when we started this project so we went to every bookstore we went everywhere looking to see what was available funny and not funny you know, right both kept, you know and there wasn't really a lot available so you know and like we quoted Kim Cattrall from Sex in the City when she said it's just as important as the shoes you wear <laughs> you know, this what you're doing down there and, and then even in the movie recently, the last Sex in the City 2 movie, when mm-hmm. she references uh, Cynthia Nixon hadn't waxed in like a year, <laughs> she's like, honey, I wouldn't be caught dead like that. I could be in prison and not have that situation. <laughs> you know? And it's like it's, like, it's, it's,
3: it's still a topic. It's still a thing. You know? and, it's just more you know, freely anyway, talked so about. That's why I thought it's very funny and it
0: would be a fun book to have. Quota- all the past quotations and yeah. references
3: to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I do have one area. Go ahead. Reading the book. Yes. Um, <laughs> what is the merry month of May? Well, I know what it is, but what, was that an actual activity or something that you? It said yearly in the
0: in in the hot pink book.
3: Yeah, it said. Oh, I'd
0: have to go back and, and look now. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't looked at that book in...
3: There was like a link okay. that you could link, you could touch.
0: I, I think it was a, um, so there's all the, what, what, what chapter is it in? That I'm not sure, but I can find so, out. So there, it might have been the name of, so you could go into places and say, I want the landing strip, or oh. I want the, uh, you could have emblems. So, no. like, well, you know, women would go and they'd have like a Mercedes emblem.
2: That's fantastic.
0: Black wax down there and it was just like amazing all the people all the different people that we interviewed well he's looking for that so (laughs) yeah
2: so you went from you went from playboy to hollywood then and uh
0: well i was in hollywood so (laughs) i went from playboy to now really meeting i was in proximity of a lot of people you know especially up at the mansion sure it was a celebrity who's who you know, not just for the parties, but I mean, I went up every Sunday night for movie night and yeah. so you were, I was surrounded by producers and writers. And so, you know, I was networking now with a whole different group of people and people were calling me in now for things that normally I probably wouldn't have been called in for, but I was being brought in for everything because I was the, the yeah. Hit girl. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and
2: I was on the cover the following month. Yeah. Senator Bolden. So I had this
0: little momentum going, and now everybody's
2: interested. Sure, wanting, wanting to meet me. So, do you?
3: Uh, oh, did you find it? I did. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, you want to know? I'm, I did. I skipped by what chapter it was. I didn't look. I was trying to I find. Love what... i you, read the
0: book. I, think I, it's great. I did go through it. I haven't read it. I, have, I not read it in twenty years.
3: What? I did. I I was going through it, but I it was love it. since nineteen.
0: So. 19- it's so- it's so interesting. I think we do reference, like, Pussy Galore
3: and stuff like that in there. But it's the, the merry month of May. Since 1998, yeah. May has been National Masturbation Month, <laughs>
1: during which Eager
3: beaver, eager Beavers participate in a masturbation-a-thon. <laughs> All right. And that's where it was. The pledge drives benefits women's organization and promotes sexual health. And then it has a link, you know, for the details of the year's event. Click here. So I didn't okay. know if it was something... Okay. Is something you used to hold? <laughs> There's the book.
0: I, hate, I think I, we were, but that's the
3: book. So, I'm yep. So
0: it's,
2: well, it's it's it, fun. Back
0: in the day, that's what you would get. You'd put it in your computer. Yeah. And,
1: sure. and you could read the book. How crazy is that?
0: Right. Right. There's people out there going, What is that? <laughs> that's a CD. Yeah, right.
2: I know. It's a DVD. DVDC, yeah, right. I know, they're going away. Keep,
0: well, hold on to that. That's a
2: collector's. That is a collector's. <laughs> so, in so your.
0: I, I, I had an interview, this is funny. I had an interview like, I don't know, two months ago, and I used the word Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> I it, and it was so funny because the, the, the gentleman that was interviewing me was like, a lot of people don't know what that is. Right, like, oh, they like, don't. Let, let me explain what that is. <laughs> You know
1: how
2: you have on your phone that
0: thing
1: called
2: it. Right, right, yeah. We actually yeah, had to write that stuff down. I don't think like you oh, can I even know. get those anymore.
0: I mean, there's just so many things like that, right?
2: Like, you know More and more every day. People
0: don't people will never know what, what we're saying, what it means.
2: I know, I know. I'm raising a six year old and I can uh yeah, there's gonna be so much that she's not gonna get. It's crazy. Yeah. So do you have do you have yeah. a you got a, a favorite uh co-star in some of your your movies or somebody who you really enjoyed filming with or
0: um this is going to be really cool but
2: i got to work with Nick Castavetts okay
0: yep. in a movie in a movie called together
1: okay i was he? he
0: was the he was the lead in the movie i had auditioned for the lead part i didn't get it and they asked me if i would take a small part and i did sure so i played the beach babe <laughs> um typecast you know but I, I you know i i why not i and right. looking back i'm like i got to work with nick cassavetes yeah you know? yeah absolutely so he was super cool he was a really nice guy
3: okay legend
0: um total legend mm-hmm. total legend i mean the notebook hello yeah um and who else did i get to work with that i really i i, I worked with mickey rorick in a commercial for some toy whiskey for japan oh okay <laughs>
1: Okay. And that was really cool
2: because that was in night, that was before Playboy. Oh wow!
0: B, BP before Playboy. <laughs> um, and you know, I that was one of my really first big jobs where I, I I went to the audition and I got hired last minute. They were replacing me with the the French actress who's actually in the commercial. Oh, okay. So they needed like a stand in for her because she had to go back to. France. I don't remember the story, and I keep mm-hmm. telling it completely wrong. We're talking in <laughs> 1988. Yeah, that'll so happen. This is my my recollection is they brought me in for the audition, and because I looked the closest to her look, I got hired to fill in the spots that she didn't do for the commercial. Because she's the she's actually the one in the commercial, and I'm talking about the actress who's in the movie Breathless with Richard Gere.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I know where she okay. is. I can see it.
0: Yeah. So. So I show up to the set, and they took me to a trailer, and they said, the producer's going to come by and introduce himself and tell you a little bit about what you're going to be doing, and then we'll take you over to meet Mr. Rourke. And I said, oh, who's Mr. Rourke? And they said, (laughs) Mickey Rourke. And I went, Mickey Rourke, like, in nine and a half weeks, Mickey Rourke? Mickey Rourke, yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, Mickey (laughs) Rourke? Dinah, Mickey Rourke? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll be right back. And I go to, I had a Chevy Blazer and I had a car phone. Okay, for those of you that oh not wow. that is, that was a big black thing Huge. that was attached to your car and you'd have to turn the car on to use it. Yep. Dial. And so I had a car phone and I went to my car and I called my roommates and I'm like, oh my God. I'm on the set at Universal, and guess who I'm working with? They're like, who? I'm like, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> they're like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And this is like, you couldn't take a photo back then with
1: with Oh, athlete? yes.
0: You're they're right. Like, I didn't have my camera. So I'm like, yeah, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, what to do? And they're like, oh, my God. And we're like yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and so... And so I barely talked to him. I was so intimidated. I was like, I can't believe I'm on the set right now with Mickey Rourke. I think I just watched Nine and a Half Weeks. He he was like, big in 88. He was really was big. Huge. Yeah. Huge. So I was super intimidated by my surroundings. And I remember they had, you know, like they always have director chairs with your name on the back. Birds, sure. Roar. And, and I'm like sitting there and I won't even look at him. He's like talking to me and I'm like, <laughs> uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh. <laughs> Kid. he was married to a woman named he said oh my wife's name is deborah he was married to deborah fury okay oh. and so and i was like oh that's great <laughs> i got cut, cut out. i was so intimidated it you know, yeah. was huge cut two yeah in 2014 ish okay there's a store in Beverly Hills where men can get shirts made and have them monogrammed and they're like custom button shirts. Beautiful, okay. beautiful place, small small boutique on Beverly Drive. And I'm in there with my son, I'm buying my son some custom shirts and Mickey works in the store. <laughs> and I went up to him and I said, I cannot believe this. I said, you're not gonna remember me. Uh-huh. I said, but I did a commercial with you. I think it was 87 or 88 for Troy Whiskey. He's like, oh my God. That's crazy. And he's like, I kind of vaguely, because yeah. he's done so much. Like yeah. that, that's not going to be on his radar. He's had some rough years, I, too, so. <laughs> I don't expect you to remember this, but I actually worked with you on this commercial, and he's like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Right. And, you know, he's totally different now. He looks different now. but He does. But And now I don't care. You know, now I go up to anybody and, yeah, you know. Right. But when I was a kid, I was a like, baby i was like
3: 24 and 25 i don't know I was like, I was like, and so when you got home you were, you were you were your face wasn't in the commercial no no so you hey that's me and everyone's like sure it is <laughs> that's yeah
0: it's me holding an umbrella it's me, my body okay my face yeah okay yeah, yeah but
3: that's you know but
0: that, that's okay i got paid yeah. really well to do that it didn't matter
3: to me you mad you make your arc
0: it was experience of You know, really keeping it together. That that job was all about keep it together, Deb. (laughs) Right. Hold it together. (laughs) Try to try to put a sentence together.
3: (laughs) Not so So easy. And that was that was before Playboy. So you got that before Playboy.
0: Oh yeah, that was before Playboy. Okay. So you know, then you know, you have to understand. Like, so when I did Playboy and I started getting all these accolades and everybody wanting to meet me, I was in a little different place. I had. I was a feeling a little more comfortable sure. in the skin, and I'd worked with Mickey Warwick, and so yeah. you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I had met Charlie Sheen and Sean Penn, and I was hanging around with a lot
3: of different groups. Okay. So I, any um, I secret I dating like you did I with these stars? Me. Did you well, date any of them?
0: I did. Yeah. I dated a whole bunch of <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
3: so you got some some dirt here. Well, not dirt, but.
0: I don't have any dirt, you know. That wouldn't be fair to do to anybody. I would be bummed if somebody did that to me.
3: No, but any names that we'd but, be sur- that we people wouldn't know about. That-
0: yeah, I mean, I dated Sean Penn. I dated Jack Wagner. I dated, you know. Okay. Charlie. I, I didn't really go on a date with Charlie Sheen, but I went to a party at his house. I have. I have. Very funny story about Charlie Sheen, but again, I can't. <laughs> You're right. It's like it just you can't, <laughs> you can't dish because it's just not it's bad karma, man. Sure. I could just imagine the minute my book comes out, all these people going, "Well, did I you hear what Debra, you?" <laughs> Deborah did such a you know I feel so sorry for anybody that wants to run for office today.
2: Oh yeah, it's, it's impossible. Really in
0: such a different world. You, now they bring stuff out that you did in high school. My God, yeah, they did that to me. Right, the stuff I did in high school, yeah. Was, Crazy! I would be embarrassed yeah. to have that. I really would. I mean, I was I was a party girl in high school.
3: I I'm with you. Thank thank goodness they so, didn't have cell phones I, back I then. Would run for office.
0: So all that stuff would come out, and it's like that's just terrible. That that has to it has to be that way.
3: Agreed. Yeah.
0: So we couldn't be kids in high school and be crazy, and then want to run for office twenty years right. later, and you can't because some guy's going to come out and talk about something I did that was, you know. Yeah. Maybe happened or maybe did that we all did. Yeah, that we all. And it's yeah. really, you know, we're 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 it's, we're doing a real disservice because there's so many great people that would probably love to run for office but won't do it because. Of that. Yeah,
3: absolutely, and yeah. they
0: would do a great they just job. Don't want to have anything like that brought up, and so yeah, I know, and so you know, and then of course, you know, I married an Olympic gold medalist. You know, I married somebody who was an actor and who was in the Olympics, and okay. You know, I'm just not, I, you know, it's like if my book helps somebody, if my website helps somebody, if right. something I say on the internet resonates with somebody or somebody goes, well, that's kind of cool, I want to follow that, then that's cool. That's, yeah, exactly, that's, very cool. That's, you know, and it's what's really fun is that there's a few playmates, you know, always a, once a playmate, always a playmate. Type thing. And yeah. there's a few playmates that are doing their own podcast, and I'm going to be a guest on. Um, Echo Johnson and Court Karina Harney are doing a show, okay. and they're interviewing all the butlers that worked at the mansion. Oh, no, all the, the drivers, the playmates. It's going to be like this whole like talk about
2: life at the everything, yeah. Everything Playboy,
0: right, basically.
3: Oh, that's awesome! That's
2: a great new angle. You know, have, how it
0: was when we were all hanging out. Yeah, so on Sunday night up at the mansion for movie night. That's
3: that was and that's I, legendary.
0: She she just emailed me and said, "I want you to be on the show." And it's so like I love that we have this platform now to
2: do that. Yeah, right. Everybody can create their own content and put out there what they. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally.
0: It's, yeah, and, and you know, as you know, I'm co-hosting now. I did I see that. Yeah, on someone's show, and then he put out. The next day he put
2: out I'm looking for a
0: co-host. Okay. And I went, Hey, what about me? (laughs) And he's like, Really? Like, okay.
2: I'm only I'm only slightly bummed I couldn't have tried the same thing. (laughs) I saw I saw you on a
0: I could co host on a hundred shows. I saw you you on a a podcast.
2: Right? Yeah, you can be everywhere. Yeah. I saw you on a, on a podcast with Frankie McDonald, and I just had to. I, I, I love the guy. How 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 was that? I didn't get to watch much of it. I just saw he was on with you.
0: <laughs> oh my god! And by the way, he is so funny. Yeah, he is. He's hilarious. At first, at first, I was like, "Oh my god, this guy is like it, so much. <laughs> like it was, and then and then of course I got like some hate mail because everyone's like, "Oh my god, she's such a bitch," but I was like, "No, I just I wasn't." I I just didn't know his background. If
2: you don't know what you're walking into. From
0: Canada, (laughs) Canada, but he and I actually really hit it off. And I said to him, "This was funny during the show. My phone—I forgot to turn it off, so it dinged. It was like ding, and I looked, and I had a notification from Twitter from him. (laughs) So I go, I go, oh, you just followed me on Twitter, and then I looked at his profile. And I was completely baffled. I was like, you have like 150,000 followers. <laughs> I have 10.
2: He's very popular. I,
0: was like, I wasn't even joking. I was like, how does that happen? And I was like, oh my God, like this guy's super famous.
2: It's the power of the internet. <laughs> yeah, I can and remember I, his I
0: videos. Because I because I'm just getting into this whole social media club right now. Yeah. Know, trying to figure it all out. At some point, I'm going to hand it and let somebody else do it
2: because it's it's a full-time job. Yeah, we're we're kind of finding that out with this thing too, trying to I mean, we're I'm we're
0: full-time. Full it can job. be. Yeah, and we're, and you know, I'm like I can't keep up, like and then, you know, I say I'm going to respond or, you know, or I've got LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and I can't keep
3: up. It's a I was going to say I need to keep track of them all.
0: This is and then now I'm doing the other show. And then they want me to repost and do stuff. Sure. Like, oh my yep. God,
2: like, yeah, I know. It's, it's We're actually work. Uh, we're actually bringing in somebody a little younger than us to kind of show us the ropes on social media because that's how bad we are.
1: <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> that's,
0: well, that's me. Yeah, it's I, just a... is so generic. I'm like, you know, I'm just learning. I don't know. I don't know how to use any of the cool stuff. Yeah. Well, they, that, where they point and these little boxes pop up? Right, yeah. How are they doing that? That's I, so cool. No like, oh, clue. God, I got to... I gotta hire somebody. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to do that So i, I, r- I reached out to really, my, my I daughters. You post, you know? I'm like, oh
3: my God. I know, I'm the same way. It's yeah.
2: Yeah, it's hard.
3: So my daughter's uh my daughter's friend is coming over and she's gonna walk through it with us yeah. to teach us the ins I and outs. They
0: know they know all this, right? They're just like they're like TikTok geniuses. Just teach me something. Right?
2: Are you are you there yet? Are you have you moved to TikTok yet? Your tat- I have a
0: TikTok. I tried to use it last night. <laughs> it's so stupid. The one, that, And I don't know how to delete it. That's the worst. So i got to figure that out. Thank you for reminding me. I was, we well, was going to say, I was, how do you use this thing? And then we did one. I was with my cousin. And we did one and I was like, oh, this is stupid, and I couldn't delete it. Well, so I was,
2: like, <laughs> well, yeah, was like, going to say your, your tattoo dance would have been perfect for, for TikTok. <laughs> Which
0: one?
2: <laughs> the tattoo dance, the, the post-tattoo oh, yeah, dance, yeah. yeah. That would have been a perfect TikTok from what I'm told. Yeah. I don't know, I've never yeah, really... Yeah,
0: the dancing ones are the most popular. Yeah. Everybody loves the dancing. Yeah, yeah. So all that, so, you know, he had, he had his whole fame
3: and, right. and,
0: and all of that, so, yeah. So I had a very wild ride, you know, I had a really fun wild ride. I, I've met a lot of people in my life. I'm really fortunate
3: that I've been in proximity of some really cool people. Yeah, and you're yeah, you seem like you're never you're always going in a new direction.
0: Yeah. When and I look you at know, your and now it's it's a little different. Now when I meet really cool people or I'm hanging out with somebody, it's usually for some type of philanthropic some charity event or somebody wants me to be involved. In sure. You know, it's, I, I'm in a different, it's a different world. And I'm not, it's so cool to be in a place now wow. where I'm not looking to get anything.
3: Maybe yeah. that's my next one. I'll start dancing on TikTok. Tap dancing. <laughs> Tap dancing. <laughs> that, we did, we did a bucket list
2: episode. So and he talked. So talk.
0: who's your, so what made you guys decide to be in podcasting? This what, is. What was the, what was the reason or the.
2: Well, we just uh, decided that we we thought we were funny when we, you know, when we're when we're Not
1: out. Waiting. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know, I know.
2: Right? When when we're out for the night and uh, we get home late at late in the evening and we're yeah. So we thought, well, let's just throw a microphone in front of us and record some of it and see what happens.
3: So we do, we do a lot of road tripping and spend yeah. time in the car and we're just we we're laughing, to, making each other laugh and. Yeah. Uh, All right. And then we so threw you're just
0: two funny guys. Well, so how many guests have you had?
2: Um, we've had guests uh, three or four times. We have a, we have a good friend of ours who's a stand up comedian. Um, so he sat with us for a couple episodes. We
0: have another funny
2: friend. He's the funny one.
3: He's the funny one. Yes. He's the
0: funny one.
2: Absolutely. We're we're not. He's, he's, he's funny for, for, for work. You know, he's professional.
3: For 25 years. Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike Merrifield is his name. So we had him on. He was, he was gracious enough to come and talk to us. Yeah. Um, we've, (laughs) we have, well, another one coming up from, uh, Another stand-up comedian, friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we, we
2: get it. You guys
0: have to have Frankie.
3: And maybe
2: Frankie. I would yeah. love that. I don't know how we would ever get him. How, do you have his agent's he's, number?
0: He's, he's so whack, the He talks about crazy stuff. Like he's like really a conspiracy. He's like, oh, is he really? Oh, it's gonna, it's gonna be really dark and gloomy on that day. And I'm like, how do you know that day
2: specifically? <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got uh he's got crazy knowledge of of the weather system. That's for he sure. He Really does. Yeah. Yeah, he knows all the all the jargon for sure. So all that's right. Fine. Who,
0: who's Who's a guest that you would like? Oh my God! If we could get that person,
2: who would that oh. be? Oh, oh Lord. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, there's if you want to, you know, t- if you want to shoot for the stars, I'm sure we would both love to have David Matthews from the David Matthews band sit down with us. That would be yes, fantastic. That would be ideal. We are, we are big. I think a-
0: he's our client. Uh,
2: fantastic. Okay. Okay. Well, there it is. Yeah. Networking. Yeah, this do do it, is networking.
0: His, I'm pretty sure we do his life insurance. That's wow.
2: Okay. All right then. Wow. So so you're our hookup because <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't worked so far. Um, yeah. Hello.
3: So that's where that's where a lot of our road trips are: is going out of state to a Dave Matthews show, and then we, you know, Airbnb, and we we just have a good time.
0: So Dave Matthews is like the. So you
3: follow him around. Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah. We're we're on our 42nd show.
2: Yeah. What?
3: Of, of him yep, of just him, which in the world is very minimal. Very minimal. But that's a big one for us. Um, but yeah, we are we're, we're and we have a whole group of friends that we meet from all over the states. Yeah. You know, they fly in, they wow. drive over, we meet, we hang, you know, camp together, we get hotels together and just make a we just have a great weekend, you know, usually.
0: So the, um, my cousin Nancy, who I had dinner with last night, she's obsessed with Dave Matthews. Oh, really? Like, obsessed. <laughs> she goes to all his concerts. So I'm just, like, cracking up when we're talking about this right now because <laughs> i serendipitous because
3: I had dinner with her. Yeah.
0: And she's obsessed. Like, she gets I it. She, I think she went to three concerts in a row, like,
2: yep. That's the last time he was... Yeah.
0: Or something. I'm like, really, I don't get it, but I like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like, you know, his music, but I, I wouldn't go to 20 million concerts.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a weird obsession. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's an obsession. A yeah, bit. it's a strange obsession, but, but it's one we share with a lot of people. So anyway, it's harmless.
0: All right, well, the first step is admitting.
2: Yep. Yeah, right. We're there. <laughs> We're there, and we right? have a problem. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. for sure. We, but I'm not ready. To, not that's ready. Up. Not ready to give it that's up yet. Good. So.
0: Well, I, I feel like I'm turning the tables now. I'm interviewing you guys.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> A perfect name, Wild Child, too. You know?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> or yeah. Well, I'm, I just wrote it down, so I'm going to start listening.
0: There you go, Roger the Wild Child. Roger. That. Yeah, it's live every Sunday night on Facebook.
3: Oh, it's live. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. No so nets. And I
0: like that too. Yeah. I love being off the cuff and yeah, goes goes. You know, it's like. You bomb, you bomb. If you're great, you're great.
3: So, <laughs> yeah, no editing, it's
0: just and it's and it's great practice, you know, because when things are live, it's a little bit different.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You have that sounds all
0: with it. We had some malfunctions the very first, the, the I've only gotten two, but the one before last Sunday, we had a malfunction, and one of the <laughs> hosts got stuck in the green room and he couldn't get get on that thing. And so it's just me and the other guy, and I didn't really know the other guy yet. I <laughs> oh, know. no. And so he's like, "Well, I guess it's our show tonight." I'm like, oh, "What's wrong with it? You know, here we go. I don't know what's going on. You know, neither did he." <laughs> so you just you just go. You, just, you just go on. Yeah,
2: that you. That's the nice thing with these things is it doesn't really matter. There's no. It doesn't. There's no rhyme or reason. You just talk, and there's no yeah. template or
3: no one to say. You
0: can, you can take some really cool risks, take some chances, see what works, what doesn't work, right. see what people were drawn to, what they liked, what they didn't like. You can get. You can kind of tell when you post things how many views it gets and you can compare and you go, you know what, that subject really, that pulled in a little bit of a, that's what people want to hear right now.
2: So when does the, when does the book come out?
0: Nine months to a year.
2: Nine months to a year. Okay. all
0: right. So it's, it's finished and now it's on a timeline of the rollout. Okay. I'm in the rollout phase and I didn't really, really, I didn't know anything. You know, I'm learning as I go with, with this book. Because I'm self-publishing.
1: Okay. And oh. And so there's big. a whole
0: timeline that that's involved. You know, I had a little bit experience with Hot Pink, but really I kind of Karen really did all that. Okay. Um, so I didn't really wasn't really too involved with it. This time I'm very involved because I don't want to give up any of the creative. I want it to be. Yeah. Exactly right. How I want it because I learned my lesson with Hot Pink. Sure. Yeah. And but I didn't have the money back then either, you know, when I when I look back, you know, if I would have had the money, I would have just done what I wanted to do. Right. I really was trying to get a book company to to publish it and and, and do it the way I, I wanted to do it. So now it's different. I'm I'm self-publishing my book. Big task. And so, yeah, so I can keep control of how I want it to look and the message that I think I want to have come across and
2: And this is a when
0: you give up, when you give up that that privilege then things can shift and i i, I kind of like
2: the path i'm on yeah absolutely
0: we'll just, we'll just stay on it so yeah it's nine to 12 months okay, okay.
2: and the book is a memoir correct the book is a memoir kind of a, your life story and
0: it's a it's it's it's, it's kind of a memoir yeah okay I'm, I'm not saying it's a memoir it's 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 not completely factual because it's really hard for me to oh yeah remember Dates and specific things, like I said, like I could have this whole Mickey Rourke commercial story wrong, but that's my recollection. Outline. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: They could, the producers could come back to me and go, "No, that's not at all. You were the... or I don't know. Yeah, I'm just giving you an example. Sure, absolutely. To try to remember things from the '80s is really difficult. I, I and hear you. I, so I, to people ask me "Is there anything you could tell people. I say, write everything down. Yeah. Write it down because I really wish I would have kept. Even if I would have just kept just a timeline, Yeah. Because it's really hard. Like, oh, did I do that or did I do that first? Or
2: Absolutely,
1: yeah.
0: You know, and you forget. the, And as you get older, and it's funny because I remember like uh, people would, like when I was in my 20s and people in their 50s and 60s would say, I'm losing my memory. I can't remember right. anything. And I'm like, oh, God, that's never going to happen. Because <laughs> I had this memory like I remembered everything. I would remember what you were wearing when I met you. 10 years later and so now i'm in my 50s and i'm like holy shit that's happening <laughs> yeah
2: absolutely I'm,
0: I'm like wait what what was i just thinking about oh yeah what was i just doing oh yeah you yep. know? And
2: yeah and
0: i'm like holy moly
2: it's happening yeah walking into the room and don't no, have no idea why you're there
0: quick. yeah not as quick yeah well I'm we're sure. finding that yeah. out too when we're i have to go to brain camp <laughs> you need to go to brain camp in school or something right oh, i wish so i could I yeah you know, figure out like how to do exercises to... for
3: your brain yeah build the muscles back up absolutely yeah. and remember all the stories from the 80s because that was a great time that was a fun time
0: i love the '80s. i love, I love the, the 80s music.
3: so if yeah. you're not into oh, dave what is your what what is your favorite band what's
0: my favorite what?
3: band if you're not into dave matthews as much as we are
0: I actually really like Dave Matthews' music. Sure, Um, sure. What? I don't have a favorite band. This is interesting. People ask me this all the time. Yeah. I don't have a favorite band. I'm really. It's funny. My taste in music is all over the board. I there's days where I just want to listen to soundtracks. Okay. (laughs) Or I just want to listen to piano music, classical. Or I want to listen to rap. I like rap sometimes. Yep. Sure. I like hip hop and. But as far as a band, if I had our, to our, choose, like if I was stuck uh-huh. on an island and they said, these are the three CDs. Okay, for those of you that don't know <laughs> it's this, remember? Right, remember?
1: <laughs> right, back to that. So if I had three, I, I think I would probably
0: take Tom Petty. Okay. The Rolling Stones. I'm trying to get a girl in there. Mm. What girl would I take?
2: Janice. Uh, who? Janice Joplin.
0: No.
3: Pat Benatar. Not, not this, I, don't,
0: I don't know if I can listen to her yeah.
3: that much. Um, what girl band? The huh. Go-Go's? They just got in. I like
0: the Pretenders, and I oh. like, um, I guess Fleetwood Mac would have to be on my list.
3: Yeah, Fleetwood Mac is oh. fantastic. Yeah, Three good ones right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretenders Pretenders, I think that was one of my first concerts. My very first concert was Donna Summer at the, at the Greek Theater when I was a sophomore in high school. Okay. I saw Donna Summer and then I saw Rick Springfield, who I love. <laughs> Gotta have Jesse's girl. You know,
3: I've seen him live, actually.
0: And then, he what?
3: I've seen him live.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah. He, he did a great show. This was like in 1982, it's I think I saw him. And then I saw the Pretenders. Yeah.
3: She's amazing. She is. I really like her. Yeah, Chrissy Hine. Yeah. I really like her.
0: Yeah, she's amazing. Love her. So I'm very odd. I have very. I love Journey. You know, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's an it, odd, different moods, different types of music. Right?
3: Yeah, that's the way I always look at it. Yeah. In
0: high school, I was so big on like Super Tramp and Sticks. Sure. Rush. Oh. Rush was
3: great. Rush was great. Still are. I always yeah. thought the fun part of the '80s was every week there was a new. I had a new favorite band because every week there was a new <laughs> one-hit awesome. yeah, wonder. It
0: was incredible, right? Yep. What's really fun is you know in my business now I we we insure a lot of musicians and and so we got Boy George as a client <laughs> and I hung out with Boy and I hung out with George and I told him I said you don't understand like in 1982 mm-hmm. you were like. Oh my God. Yeah. You really want to hurt me? Was like, that was the jam. Yeah, yeah absolutely. In. He just laughs. He's like, yeah.
3: <laughs> he knows. He knows what. He
0: knows. he knows. But yeah, he's making a big comeback. He's trying to make a big comeback. I think they're making a movie of his life.
3: Oh, really? Oh, that yeah. w- actually would be very interesting. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's had an interesting life. Oh, I bet. So I bet. yeah. So I've been fortunate, even in the business I'm in now, to meet a lot of performers because we do their insurance what yeah.
3: so what have what haven't you done that you want to do what's your next step what's your next goal
0: i have a few things that i really want to do travel wise i really want to i i need to go to antarctica and australia so that i can have said i've done all seven done all of the all them yes yeah. okay i've never been to australia and i have not done antarctica okay so those two are on my bucket list and then i'm really into hiking I like hiking adventures. Okay. So, I really want to do Kilimanjaro. I love hiking adventures. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... I did Peru. I did, you know, Machu Picchu. I did that back in 14 or 15. Oh, that's awesome. And so, yeah, so I like I like having a goal like that. Keeps you moving. Yeah. Yeah, I like adventure. I love traveling. I I actually really my my big bucket list dream right now. Mhm is to get an RV and do the entire United States and document the whole thing.
2: Oh, that would be fantastic.
0: And then make a documentary so people, anybody that wants to travel, I will say, don't go here, go here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't eat here, <laughs> eat here, and just do a whole documentary on traveling in an RV What fun! throughout the whole and see
2: everything in the United States that I want to see, yeah.
0: everything. Yeah, there's a lot like, to see. I really want to go to the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah. I want to go, I want to see the leaves change on the East Coast. I want to, you know what I mean? Like, I want to plan it out where I get to see all those things that are, you know, we sh- you should see. And I live here. It's funny, I've traveled so much out of the country, but I really haven't done a lot in the U.S. Oh, okay. Which, which is interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, So So, during, during last year, I did, I went to Wyoming and did Yellowstone and loved like i was like oh my god i can't believe I've yeah it's beautiful done this. and then went to the grand canyon i've never been to the grand canyon okay i've never done the big parks in utah i lived in park city and i've never done Zion or <laughs> Moab or any of those places yeah so that's that's a big bucket list thing is to just get in an rv and go and just do hiking adventures along the way and and then document it so that other people can do the same trip
3: and all the fun you'd have along the way that's amazing
0: yeah exactly and then you can do this and from anywhere yeah you can now that's the nice thing about this whole thing
2: right oh yeah all
0: you need is a little space that's all you need and you're set. you need a lighting a microphone and a computer absolutely no. it's yeah Boom, oh, and internet so you just got to make sure when you park you have your internet and or you buy one of those things where you can. Right, you can
3: it. you can make it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. We plan on yep. we plan on taking her on the road. Uh, when we go up to Washington, we plan on uh, documenting that and doing shows from yeah. the road. And
0: where are you going in Washington?
2: Uh, the Gorge Amphitheater in George Washington. It's a little little city. Is
0: that near
2: Spokane or Seattle? Um, it's closer to Seattle. It's near Yakima. I think is the closest is. fairly Yakima. big city. Okay, because so, so. my
0: family is from. Moses Lake, Washington.
2: Yeah, it's right. It's near there. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yep, that sounds familiar, Moses Lake. So it does. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. That, that's,
0: that's where my all my dad's family was from, Moses Lake, Washington.
2: Oh wow.
3: Okay. Huh,
0: that's, such a small
3: world. Yeah. Right. It really is. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't been to
0: Moses Lake, Washington,
3: since I was in high school. Might have changed a little bit. Yeah, it might. I'm have. I'm guessing.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, you guys can all come on my journey at let com
3: we will What's up to yeah, my per- website and you
0: know follow me on instagram and it's fun i'm having like it's kind of fun you know because instagram is a really fun platform to show things from the 80s and
2: 90s yeah, yeah. it is and you're yeah you're uh your social media is fun to watch for sure so oh, cool. Thank it you. really yeah, is yes. absolutely i would i would suggest people follow it's uh I imagine you'll keep documenting the story as, as yeah, you know, as the book absolutely. is. Absolutely,
0: and I'll be putting out snippets from the book and snippets
2: from the website, and you know. sure, sure, and more tattoo dancing. Okay. <laughs>
0: Always dancing, yes, definitely.
2: All right, well, okay, I, I I want to thank you so much. Um, thank you we thank are you, are, you know we glad this worked out yeah we are fledgling so for us to get somebody you know <laughs> somebody of your stature is uh we're, we're we're still in we're still in awe so hey
0: i'm in awe thank you we, no, you've, filled with gratitude anybody that lets me have an hour of their time thank you so much it was our
3: pleasure i would yeah appreciate Absolutely. everything you did and i just started following you on Inst- on twitter right now oh there we go <laughs> i just requested <laughs> you I'm not. i, I do would. on our Instagram already, but Twitter right now. I would, but I'm not a Twitter guy. I, I got to stay off that one.
1: My phone is off,
3: too, so. All that, yeah, you didn't get a ding. I was like, maybe I I'll get a ding. Me, me? Oh, That's no. Me. There we
0: go. I Make can't. sure you followed the right, Deborah Drake. It
3: sure looks like your picture. <laughs> it's sure there's spelling. Oh, Good boy. Day. Anyway. All right, Well, thanks. it'll get there. Again, thank you Bye. so much for your time.
0: Thank you
3: guys. Everybody else follow me on Twitter. Yeah, go yeah,
0: promote promote followers, promote. So come and join
3: the <laughs> There's a lot going on. All and, right. And check you out Sunday nights on Facebook. Oh well, no, no, I have 11. Yeah.
2: Thank you. 11. Oh, there you go. You have
3: 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's
2: it. Yeah, check out the what the the, the Wild Child show on Roger Sunday nights. The wild
3: Child. Roger the Wild child, child, Sunday nights on Facebook. That's it. All right. Perfect. Th- thank Live, you. Guys. Thank you so much. You you have too. too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Wow, that was fantastic. That was awesome. Biggest? Well, I you know I hate to say that it doesn't matter. What? I was gonna be the biggest star yet, but uh, I don't know. Mike's pretty pretty big. Pretty big. He's kind of a big deal.
2: Oh, yeah. So I
3: wouldn't want to say. She's definitely hotter than Mike Merrifield though. <laughs> She's,
2: She's hotter. hotter than Mike. Sorry, Mike. She was a little bit <laughs> hotter than you. Yes. I mean I would rather look at her on the zoom screen than Mike, but Well You know, that's depends just, on the mood.
3: Depends on my mood. It's
2: just my personal preference. Depends on the mood. Just yeah, you never know. I'm just saying. Anyway.
3: We yeah, could give it a try. Either way, we we, got uh, we we need to thank Deborah
2: Driggs. Deborah Driggs, we got we got lucky. Somehow we uh
3: Playmate nineteen ninety.
2: Miss March nineteen ninety. Cover April nineteen ninety. The Think cover with it. Donnie on the cover. Yeah. Just look for Donnie, your former president.
3: And she's in that one. She's she not is. on with him, but she's in that one.
2: She is the, s- wait, how does it go? She's the centerfold of that one. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's the cover of Miss March when she's the centerfold. Correct. She is on the cover of April. Yes. So that's how it goes. That's how it goes. So she was yeah. gracious
3: enough to, to to give us an almost an hour and a half of, we'll say, yeah. an hour and 15 minutes of our Friday night. Yeah, we spent a lot of time with her. Yeah, just discussing your life, and And uh,
2: you know, I I I feel bad because we we didn't really get to some of her newer stuff. You know, the aging is a full time or aging gracefully is a full time job. That's true. Um, she's got a website that just launched, which we talked about a little bit. Um, she's got the book coming out. You know, and she's obviously she's working.
3: Do you you know what the name of the book is?
2: I don't think there's a title yet. I think she told us that there's not a title yet. Um, Okay, it's kind of a memoir, kind of a but. It's still in production. It's, uh, what'd she say, nearly, uh, nine to, about a year away? Nine months to a year away? Nine
3: months to a year away for uh, the book. Yeah. Website's are, uh, going now, but what? not 100%, 90%. DebraDriggs.com. DebraDriggs.com. Which she has her Deborah's, her blog. Yes. Um, what did she call it? You just heard it.
2: I know. I can't remember. I'm sorry.
3: I apologize. Debra's Deborah's den? Debra's den.
2: Yeah. I knew it was something den. Yep. So yeah, so she's got that going. Um, the blog will be coming onto the website. I know th- I've been on the website. I know the website. There's links to some of her other. Not that I want you to go watch her on other podcasts, but um, there are links to her. It's on, a good interview. She is a good interview. She's and a she's probably lot to say. yeah. And she and she'll be live tomorrow night on the Roger the Wild Child show.
3: Roger the Wild Child Facebook Live.
2: Yeah, so you can find her there. Um,
3: of course, Deborah Jiggs um, Facebook Twitter instagram all of them
2: yeah i think she yeah she's just yeah all of her social media is just her name um go follow nothing fancy yeah go follow or she's uh she's up and yeah she's she's up and coming well not, i don't want to say up and coming cause with the social I, social media with stuff. The, yeah her social media stuff is up and coming and uh obviously with the book on the horizon she's she's promoting and, and trying to get the word out and uh the book is you know like like she said memoir and 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 a ins- inspirational motivational kind of thing you know she she uh Went from playmate to, I think you know, I mean, kind of petered a little bit. Now she's back on on her game, and you know,
3: movies under a credit. Yeah,
2: so top of her game in the insurance industry, and uh, yeah,
3: did real yeah everything was. Uh, she she had to go get she had to she wanted it she had to go get it.
2: Yeah, she's busted her ass for everything she's got. She's she's certainly motivational.
3: And so for her to give uh, two schmucks like us in Wisconsin, uh,
2: what what. One schmuck and me. Well, thanks for being... One schmuck and me, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. One schmuck. One schmuck. And me. Maybe we should have just named this thing that. One schmuck and me. (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't. We named it Cocktails with Dimples in the Beard. So go follow us. Hey, we have a brand new YouTube channel. Obviously. Yeah.
3: Moving up. Yeah.
2: So look for some videos. I know we had a highlight moment earlier tonight that I will... Uh, Crop and get out there onto the old YouTube channel Um, because apparently I don't know what pink lemonade concentrate means. (laughs) But that's okay. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. Every day is a new lesson. So, it is. Not to run this thing any longer because the interview was was plenty long enough. You don't need to listen to one schmuck and me talk about our own (laughs) nonsense. Everybody's high on
3: themselves tonight.
2: I am myself every night. <laughs> you gotta love yourself before anybody else will love you.
3: I do love myself. So
2: there you go. I well, prove I'm,
3: it to myself all the time. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get your hands on top of the table, please. My studio. Do what I want <laughs> in the studio. All right. Anyway. So, yes, once again, thank you, Miss Deborah
3: Driggs. Thank you so much for your time.
2: Uh, we look forward to. Hopefully, I did. I did mention the possibility. I not on not during the interview, but I've talked to her a little bit about the possibility of coming back when the book is closer. And she we're released. She'll be out. Of, she said sure. So we will try and work that out and hopefully get her back. Oh uh, yeah, around the maybe
3: we'll fly out to California and, the and of the book. interview in person. Okay, with our budget. Okay, I think um, we got a year.
2: I think we're gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hire an accountant. No, I'm. Yeah, I think I overspend the budget more than you do, so that reminds me. I did a little more advertising.
3: And we're out of here. Hang on that note.
2: <laughs> look for us. Uh, look for us on all of them. Uh, Anchor, uh, Spotify, Google, all the months. Oh, um,
3: if you the d- if- podcast, the actual podcast
2: yeah we're not Not just a facebook live shit that we do yeah we're not just facebook live people we actually put out a podcast um on the youtube channel if you go check it out and you watch some videos please do us a favor and hit the subscribe button and like yeah that way you will you will get notifications when we put new videos out there and it will will. it will help us out thank you
3: very much everybody yeah
2: all right cheers here's to once uh, again for a successful interview successful interview love you brother love you too
1: Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here.
3: Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys, the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators. Trying to remember when we were cool. 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys.
1: Electricast. Electricast.
0: Welcome to the Candle Power Hour.